Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into the kickoff of the Valley Podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name's Gunnar. There's Tyler Vasquez, who uh, is a... What was the proper word for you when it comes to being on the big screen at Arizona Cardinal home games a lot? I think it is uh, jumbotron professional. I think that's the 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 the. I think that's the title, the official yeah. jumbotron celebrity might be. The hey, best there it is. I well, like the, I, I like the professional. You know what I mean? You're the not video you posted, uh, Tyler. Um, I don't know if you posted that today or yesterday, but it happened during Sunday's game where you appeared. Uh, the, the camera had you on the big screen. You didn't realize it couple of women around you were tapping on you say hey you're on and then you just like started with a dance which i'm still trying to figure out what dance that was uh well the key is they they want you to be excited when you're on the jumbotron so i was just trying to jiggy a little <laughs> bit you know what i mean give them give them a little something for the, did you for even the, like, see yourself on the screen or did you just not a, not initially away? you know when okay. those women were tapping me you know and that's you know it's how my world goes. Women always tapping on me, saying, "Hey, check that out." You know what I mean? Don't tell yeah. wife this. Hopefully, you know I don't think she listens, so I think we're good. But um, yeah, well, no, she, if no. If she was a good wife, she would though. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. I'm gonna have to get on her about that. Um, so, what, so you got to check it out. Is it Bird Gang Travel on social media? You got to go check out. Yeah, that video. Bird Gang it's Travel so on on yeah Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, there's okay. a good shot of me. Yep, Tyler Jiggy Vasquez rocking the the noggin boss, which I have right next to me, Gunner. Here, I know this that is hat, a, the big old hat. Yep, there, there. I it got is. one of those, but Hila gave it to me. It's, oh, you have a you do you? Yeah, uh, I got one a you do you one of those. Yeah. Man, I'm jealous. I wanted one of those. I was always trying yeah. to steal one but they they uh they they, they were guarding them like fort knox uh, that, but yeah <laughs> was that during uh the, what are the uh the high points of the game low points of the game on oh, sunday that, or what i think that was definitely during a low point and that's why i just tried to give it a little umph you know what i mean get people excited <laughs> oh man uh i know i wasn't on uh sunday's uh post game uh podcast but eight straight at home uh the cardinals have lost you know you as a season ticket holder how are you feeling I mean, you're just expecting at this point, you're going for the good times that are tailgating and uh, walking around the concourse saying hi to people and going and getting some good food from the vendors inside. They also have, okay, so at, at the stadium, I think it's Senor, this might be Paola and I might get fired for doing this because they haven't paid for advertising, but Senor Chilada, um, 
they've got when you go to the beer vendors yeah. it's it's basically a little bottle of the michelada concoction and you can pour it into the cup and you pick your beer and it's already a pre-rimmed with tahine and nice. all that goodness and uh that's one of my favorite things to visit at the stadium kind of now at this point you just got to kind of drown your sorrows in uh, in booze oh right? you just you they know, turn it around you got to find the positives in the experience, Gunner. You know, there's great tailgating. Mr. Tony McClure on the grill outside at the Seatown tailgate. Hey. They, uh, they, he was whipping up. It's his favorite game of the year is when the Eagles, if they roll, you know, they roll through town every couple of years, just how we yeah. finish in the divisions. But, um, he was whipping up Philly cheesesteaks and they were delish. Mm. I might want to go get a bad Philly cheesesteak for lunch today based on that. There you go. That sounds good. I just ate, so I'm not I'm not craving it, man. Um, so what's the latest here, man? I I know uh uh what, what's your thoughts on the whole Kyler Murray sliding uh in in you know and missing that first down? Is that a Kyler Murray fault? Is that uh, Cliff Kingsbury's fault? I mean, who who are you putting the blame on that one? Um I I think it's everybody's fault. I I, I mean I think does and it's hard because I think Cliff is going by what he saw on the scoreboard, right? And he saw that it, it said first down versus actually watching the. Okay, chain. so did he see? He did see that on the scoreboard. I, I don't know, but that's what I'm okay. assuming, right? Because they didn't know for sure, and and they were telling him to check the ball and and all of that. Like he had time where he could have fired off a couple of plays if they would have known if they would have gotten the first down. So, um, so kind of Cliff's fault where Kyler didn't know what, where they were at. Kyler also probably should know as well. Right. And then two, uh, or part three to that is Kyler's got to get the first down. I mean, you don't slide in that scenario. You dive yeah. forward. But I mean, would... my, my thoughts on it though, are he's the head coach. I, I think it's all got to come down on the head coach, yeah, I, you know, top, it, top, it, top down, right? It's, it's his job to make sure that everybody is aware. I mean, it's mm -hmm. situational football, just like uh, the defensive coordinator, make sure that uh, his boys don't jump off sides. You know, when, when Aaron Rodgers does his, hut, hut, you know, you want to, you want to make sure that they're aware that that's coming on fourth down, you know? So he's got to make sure his players are hyper aware of every situation. Maybe he assumed Kyler was hyper aware, but you know what they say when you assume something, right? It makes an ass mm -hmm. out of you and me. And that kind of made him look like an ass on Sunday. So, and I don't, I don't know if you covered this on Sunday or not, you know, it's staying on the cliff thing. I, I think I want to start a hashtag fire cliff uh, movement on uh, Twitter and social media, uh, especially after seeing the Panthers coach getting, uh, getting canned. You know, I think the possibility is there to fire cliff um, is the, uh, the zero points of the first quarter. Again, I'm sure you talked about it on Sunday. $40, on, um, $40 million to can uh, coach rule from the Panthers, by the way. Oh, yeah. That dude's sitting pretty. He's going to be sitting on his couch collecting checks for a while, which, you know, they, we, we keep talking about how much money it would cost <laughs> to get rid of Cliff and the other coaches and, you know, whatever you do in that regard. It's doable. The, the Panthers did it. <laughs> it's doable. The fire Cliff, man. I mean, you you had said on earlier podcasts, it's impossible. They're not going to cut them loose. It's possible. We saw it with the Panthers, man. It's absolutely possible. It's whether they just want to, you Different know, ownership. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, we talked about on the post game pod. We're going to talk about a lot of these subjects coming up with uh, Richard signs, our guest okay. of the week from Fox 10. So we'll, we'll actually, we'll, we'll ask him a professional, you know what I mean? We get him yeah. involved and we'll, we'll see what his thoughts are on both of those subjects. Um, something I want to run by you though. Yeah. Is mandatory Dorch. Love the Greg Dorch. You oh, are on this guy, man. You're tweeting about him and everything else. Dude, he's the man, Dorch? Greg yeah. Dorch. Uh, I, but what I want to hit on is let's talk about some snap counts. 
Greg Dorch two snaps on offense. So I said it a few weeks ago when Rondell Moore gets healthy, Cliff is uh, not going to know how to use both these talented guys, these speedsters. Uh, and that's what's happened at this point. You, know, you see Rondell Moore, I think he played 93% of snaps. Just, you know, for good and for bad. I mean, it was pretty ugly at the start. And then as the game progressed, he started setting Rondell Moore downfield and and got some better opportunities there and better uh, outcomes. Um, something else I want to talk about is, is when we talk snaps, Isaiah Simmons, who we've gotten, we've talked about a lot of, you know, the disappointment of a first round pick and the, the ups and downs that he's had this season. He played 92% of snaps. He was the highest graded defensive player with uh, pro football focus. Mm. So great thing that you want to see with this defense as a whole. Like when you look at this defense, they're pretty good. I, I mean, my biggest knock, and I keep saying this because I'm trying to defend myself for now sticking up for Vance Joseph, is I kept saying, no, Vance Joseph is a scapegoat. He's the guy that's got to go. My biggest knock was he wasn't playing the young guys. He wasn't playing the Isaiah Simmons. When we look at the snaps from this weekend, rookies getting snaps. Cam Thomas, Mijah San- uh, Sanders, who both were drafted this year to help with pass rush. They both got a lot of action uh, this weekend. Uh, on the offensive side, you saw Trey McBride as well as well get play. So, you know, my biggest knock on Vance Joseph was, and, and you know, I'm now backpedaling for, I was calling for his job and saying he was going to be the scapegoat, is he wasn't playing the young guys. And now you're seeing Isaiah Simmons, like I just said, 92% of snaps, highest graded on defense. Great to see. Um, Zayvon Collins has been kind of a staple of the defense. Uh, your rookies that are getting snaps uh, this weekend, you had Cam, uh, Cam Thomas and Mija Sanders. Uh, a lot of people thought, you know, why aren't these guys getting some run when you thought you were going to have to, um, uh, you, you were going to have to find some pass rush from different places. You're going to have to manufacture the pass rush. And that's what, now you're starting to see. So now my stance against Vance is they've done great as a defense, mm-hmm. and he's now getting the guys that you want to see on the field out there for good or for bad. If they screw up, they screw up. But at the end of the day, they need those live reps. They look good, though, man. I, I, I think that that was probably their better game of the season, right? Based on what you saw? Yeah, I think the last two or three games, they've been very solid. But yeah, I mean, I mean out of all the games, they they held this, this dynamic offense, you know, to to ultimately it was, they were within the game the whole time other than yeah. the, when they spotted them the 14 points still not sold on the Eagles though man I just who they played I know they beat us you know but I mean the, the Cardinals aren't playing to their full capacity I'm not uh, sold so, on them either <laughs> I'm just not I'm just not sold on the uh the Eagles just yet you know we'll see they got the Cowboys coming up uh this I, next Sunday so we'll see hey and an interesting interesting nugget that I want your opinion on is mm. In the first seven games of last year, remember we were uh, undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in those first seven games, the Cardinals averaged 32 points, right? Okay. They were one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL. In the game or like the first half, the full game? In the game, game? game, right? Okay. 32 points a game, right? Yep. Uh, that was with DeAndre Hopkins. Now, you take away following hop, you know, the Packers, the Bears, uh, those games. But the next eight games after that, this is kind of the Cardinals downslide. Okay. They averaged 21.3 points. So their skid, they were averaging 21 points. What um, was the difference? What, what, well, hop, you know, hop being gone. Oh, hop. Tyler got okay. injured as well. You know, there was okay. some, some stuff like that. But hop is the main thing I'm pointing to. 
in 2022, guess how many points the Cardinals are averaging right now minus hop? 15, 10. 21. Exactly <laughs> what they averaged last year during that down skid. So uh, that stat actually comes from Blake Allen Murphy. Good follow on Twitter. I want to okay. make sure you get credit for that. But but it just points again to hop being out. And I know we keep beating this God. every episode, but just how much does it change this team? And, and, and you're hoping it shouldn't. But when you have that dynamic of receiver, it's going to. But it shows you don't have depth, though. Like, I mean, you need to have depth to to win, you know. And I mean, if we're not winning without one guy, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, everybody's got their their eggs in that D hop basket, you well, know. You, and you, I, you got you got to adjust, right? You got to adjust. Yeah, you got to be able to get to to make up for the loss. He's a great player, but you know, and it, let's say he does come back, and then he does get us into the playoffs and into the championship game, and he goes down, we should crap out of luck, you know. Yeah, we don't have the depth. You know, I, you can't put all the eggs in one basket. And I, you know, I, I'm still skeptical of whether hop coming back is going to turn this uh, entire team around. Um, you know, I mean, we can't even score points in the first quarter uh, with, <laughs> without him. You know, I, I just, uh, you know, I, it still falls for me, falls back on cliff. I, I think this dude is, uh, I don't know if he's distracted. You know, I, I, a lot of people have pointed out his uh, little hot piece of uh, girlfriend that he's got back home. You know, uh, have you seen pictures of her? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> you know, it's like look at look at the winning coaches. They're all married with kids. Look at mm-hmm. look at uh, Kingsbury, single and uh, living that uh, that bachelor life. You know, I feel like you might be a little distracted at home. I I don't know. You like I you like with Tom Brady too, and Tom Brady's about to be single. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know, but I don't know, man. You got to have depth if you're gonna win. And I don't think D Hop is the other solution. Uh, he'll help for sure. He'll get that 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 average points per game up. You yeah, know, I'll, they, I'll bet on him getting those some anytime touchdowns and uh, and you know over on the receiving yards. But I don't know if he's gonna be the key to turn this team around and, and turn it around and, and hopefully win the West. You know, yeah, they got to figure it out how to be not just so one dimensional at that point, right? They can't rely just on Hop. And so hopefully the six weeks is going to be good for them, right? Like maybe yeah. they have found certain things that work. So they aren't just so dependent on him as the season goes on because it is a long season. But Dude, we've been, we're five in. And we we don't we haven't seen anything that's worked without him. Yeah. We've seen nothing, dude. You know, I mean, they played their best game of the 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 season so far on Sunday. I mean, I I mean, in my opinion, even in a loss, right? Like like the other yeah. two wins, I think they played better in this game than they did those two those two games. But um, I I mean, obviously, you need everybody healthy to to be clicking on all cylinders. The uh the field goal kicker that we have, Amendola. Um, dude, that was rough. That, that dude. Yeah, let, let's touch on injuries real quick. Yeah, Ma- Ma- and we'll get into Amendola here in a second. But Max Williams uh, was released last week because of the slew of injuries, and he's injured himself. They they've said it uh, in interviews. Kime said Max just dealing with injuries, and and ultimately we want to get him back. In, we're we're hoping to get him back, and they did. They were able to sign him back to the practice squad. Um, they just signed before we started taping today on, on this Tuesday for this Wednesday show drop. Um, they signed Corey Clement, the running back, uh, yep. 27 years old. He had his best year with the Eagles in 2017. Um, you got to think with the injuries that came out of the last game, you you lost most of your running backs that game. I, I don't think that's a good sign that James Conner, or uh, Daryl Williams, or, or you know, maybe those guys are going to be out this week. And you're going to look at an Eno, uh, at Eno, an Eno Benjamin uh, led backfield uh, this this Sunday against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, to speaking about the the oh, I also want to mention Anton Wesley. You were hoping to get some height 
uh, back in your wide receiver room before Hop gets back, he is officially done for the season and uh, on the IR and will be not returning till next year. Um, Prater, now let's get into the kickers. Uh, yeah. Prater, it will be a Kingsbury said uh, yesterday that he will be evaluated on Wednesday. So when this drops on Wednesday, we may have a resolution uh, if Prater will be back. But I will say this. So they did not have any tryouts on Monday. So no one came for, in for, for what that. field goal kicker or anything. For, okay. No, no positions today. That's when they worked out the running backs Tuesday. And that's when they signed Corey Clement. There was no info on if any kickers were worked out. So I think you're going to see the Matt Amendola show, which I'm shocked. See, okay. This comes down to the decision-making of Cliff uh, Kingsbury, I think, because Amendola, I mean, kind, yeah, okay, but, PM, right. Uh, Butker is out in KC. We watched that yesterday, right? His, yep. uh, his replacement was, uh, is Matt, uh, is it Walker? Uh, whoever replaced Butker, uh, well, let me, let me, let me back up. Butker was, has been hurt since week one. His first replacement, Matt Amendola, who was our field goal kicker. He played two games with the chiefs, missed a couple of kicks, uh, which included an extra point and a field goal. Kansas city lost to the Colts, cut him loose. Chiefs moved on. They picked up this guy that that uh, kicked for him yesterday, and he uh, too, though. didn't he miss some kicks? I was oh, watching. Dude, he set like, an rep- arrowhead. He set an arrowhead record on oh, he did 59, well. uh, 59 yarder, dude. Oh, he beat Butker's I, longest I, I in arrowhead. My kid was at wrestling practice. I'll be uh, honest, I missed it. All I saw were the touchdowns. I, I no. thought I saw some kicks that were missed, but I didn't know it could have been the yeah, Raiders. So he he broke a record and he did really well. I mean, he did really well. So the so Chiefs saw on quick, right? And, yeah, that, they moved the on from Amendola, signed this new dude. So and then you know Arizona Cardinals going to get some sloppy seconds, getting Amendola in there. We can't kick worse crap. I mean, if there's Matt Walker's out there, if that's his name, am I, I want to make sure I'm getting that name right. Um. Uh, or know, Matt Amendola. It was uh, Matthew I'm, I'm Wright. Good. I'm sorry, Matthew Wright. Okay. All right. Yeah, 26 year old Matthew Wright. If he was available and the Cardinals could have gotten him, I, I don't know what the timeline is on when Prater got hurt and when uh, when Matthew Wright, you know, was available and the Chiefs picked him up and you know the Amendola situation. I don't know, but if this dude was out there, man, we would we would have been doing a heck of a lot better with this dude as our field goal kicker than Amendola. We're um, going. We're going to bring in Richard Signs here in a second, but okay. but to, to cap your point there, my boss uh, outside of this, I have a day job, and um, my boss said to me, he goes, his thought, and I, I thought he made a compelling argument here. He said, if you bring in a really good kicker right now, because of the struggles that Praters had last season, um, and a little bit, you know, in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Does it create a problem? And is that why you sign someone like an Amendola where you know no matter what, he's just here temporary, you're gonna end up cutting him because he's not the best kicker? It does it create an issue cap-wise and with with Prater's contract? Like, what if you brought in someone that tore it up and then Prater comes back and has some struggles? Does it create more headaches? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, uh, oh, that may be, be the case, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking for excuses for the Steve Kaiman crew. I know, but I mean, I I didn't know. I didn't realize that about Amendola. The Chiefs had had him and then cut him loose because he sucked or he missed some kicks, you know, and then then Cardinals go and pick him up. That's just a bad decision. That's a bad decision, right? Yeah, he sucks. 